Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Bible Deliverance Bible Study. It's a special night with a special edition of our Bible Study. Next week, we will go back to live Bible Study, and I appreciate you all allowing me to go on sabbatical for the month of August. I thank you for your patience and your petitioning of everything that I have sent you regarding other speakers ministering to your heart and your soul. But we're getting back on track with live Bible studies starting next week. But the Lord God gave me a special message for tonight and I could not hold it. I want to give it to you tonight. And the topic is more, more, more. We were created to desire more. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of your son, Jesus, we thank you for this time of study. We thank you, O oh God, for your word. We thank you, O oh God, for making it accessible to us, O oh God. Lord, we ask that you transform our minds and clear our heads of everything from this day, oh God, so that our minds are clear and our hearts are fixated on obtaining the word that you have ordained for this evening. We give you honor, oh God. We give you praise. We give you glory. We say amen, amen, and amen. More, more, more. We were created to desire more. We were created to desire the best. We were created with a spirit of royalty interwoven into our DNA. We are joint heirs with Christ in the kingdom of God. Let that just marinate for a moment. We take what that really means for granted. We casually refer to God as the king of kings without really embracing the depth of what that means. If God is the king of kings and you are his child, then your position outranks all of Queen Elizabeth's heirs. We don't embrace that because our minds immediately begin to calculate our worth based on money and material things. William and Harry never questioned their inheritance because that was a given. They just grew up preparing for their position and the handling of their legacy. And that's what we should be doing, consistently preparing to walk in the position that we stand in, to grow in the handling of the legacy presented to us when Jesus hung his head and died on that cross. There's no need to brag or boast about who we are. When you're royalty, you don't have to convince or prove anything to anyone. True royalty walks in their inheritance, doing all that they can to maintain their legacy and steer their heirs because they recognize kingdom. the God-given desire for more, for better, for excellence that we have. We have allowed the world to taint, taking our more and redirecting it to desire more stuff. 
not more of ourselves, not more to expand the kingdom of heaven, which we are proclaimed to do. Where we fall short of the glory of God is we prioritize things of the world. We place too much value and emphasis on money and things and the opinions of others. Likes and fans. Which deflects from what secures our kingdom inheritance. In Proverbs 2 and 6, the scripture reads, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. And if you turn to Proverbs 16 and 1, it says, How much better to get wisdom than gold? To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. And if we stay in Proverbs and just turn to Proverbs 24 and 14, you see that it says, know that wisdom is such to your soul. If you find it, there will be a future and your hope will not be cut off. When we spend time not seeking more of the word of God, but more money, more material things, bigger houses and finer cars, nothing, nothing that secures our hope. You think that more money secures your hope. It doesn't. That is the biggest illusion that we have been trapped into believing. As a child of the King of Kings, you have a position, you have an assignment, one that is designed to expand the kingdom, one that involves you and all of your royalty operating in a spirit of dominion. I'm going to disrupt another mindset that believers have become too comfortable with. Serving God and walking in dominion, fulfilling your assignment in the kingdom has nothing to do with how many church committees you're on or how many events that you have thrown, but on how you impact lost souls. Not how many prayer lines you have subscribed to. But if you can speak the word of God into the life of one who doesn't know Christ. Has nothing to do with how often you speak in tongues. Has more to do with does your lifestyle outside of church, outside of your church family. Does it influence the unrighteous to be righteous? Does your conversation, your attitude, your perspectives, your priorities just fit in with the world? Or are you light in darkness as your father has caused and called you to be? In Job 22 and 28, it reads, you will decide on a matter and it will be established for you and light will shine on your ways. Notice what the scripture is saying. 
We make decisions every day. In every waking moment of our day. And whatever we set our minds on, it is established. Pause for a minute. If your mind is not set on anything, you do nothing. Have you ever noticed that a troublemaker is always caught up in some trouble? If you Have you noticed that a gossiper always has gossip? Even those whose minds are fixated on their career, they become successful. We have the power to establish in our lives anything we want. The word of God says, whatever we set our minds on, it is established. What is your mind set on? You're complaining about where you're at in your life. You're not satisfied. What is your mind set on? Whatever we set our minds on, it is established. The scripture goes on to say, and light will shine on your ways. Mm. If you're a troublemaker, the light will shine and show people that you are in fact a troublemaker. If you are a gossiper, everybody will know that. If you are successful in your career, they can tell by how you walk and how you talk. Everyone will know that. Whatever you invest in, light will shine on it. Whatever you invest in, light will shine on it be it good or bad, because the word of God is consistent. The question this evening is, is the light that is shining on you, is it pleasing to your father? Does it secure your inheritance? Does it do anything to exalt the kingdom of God? Is your desire for more aligned with God's kingdom agenda or your personal agenda? Nothing is wrong with wanting more. Where the problem lies is that when you want more, how will it affect your position in the kingdom? Just a little sidebar. If your desires are absent from kingdom agenda, then you're working against the kingdom. See, let me explain this to you. In your royal position, you're not allowed to moonlight fulfilling the agenda of the world during the day and then for the fulfillment of the kingdom at night. No, there's no moonlighting allowed. A royalty position is not part-time. You're either going to walk in your royalty or not. You know, Jabez is not spoken of as often as he should be. But the depth of his prayer was one that we need to embrace. His prayer was for more. As his commitment and desire was to handle all that God had purposed and assigned him to fulfill. 
Jabez understood that not desiring more for the sake of the kingdom was equivalent to harming others. Not requiring more for the sake of the kingdom was causing lost souls to never find Christ. I didn't have a long drawn out word for you today. But God just put it on my heart to give you this word about more and more. And I'm going to close out this evening with the prayer of Jabez as it reads in 1 Chronicles 4 and 10. Jabez cried out to God, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from causing pain. The scripture says, and God granted his request. What is your prayer concerning your position in the kingdom of God. To God be the glory. Amen. Your presence that I find you. Let 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 your presence that I find you.
here before your throne Bow at your knees Worship you, Holy King We're in the presence of royalty Whatever you're in his presence It's our sovereign God and King He said he inhabits the praise of his people We're before your throne Bow at your and bow at your feet Worship you, Lord. Worship you Come on, tell them in here. In the presence that we are, I find you. Come on, that's our sovereign God. He's King and Lord. Come on, sing. We're in the presence of royalty. If you realize He's royal, I want you to open your mouth and lift your hands and tell Him today. There's nobody like you. We're in the presence of royalty. Reflect on who you are, Jesus. We have to lift our hand and open up our mouth and say, Jesus. We can't just sit here with our lips closed when we realize you for who you are. You're sovereign forever, God. We're in the presence. Thank <laughs> you. 